0: Good afternoon, and welcome to the process of a profit. My name is Jack Fleming. I'm here with Rebel Snow Savage, Evan, and Basil. What's up, guys? How are you? What's going on? What's going on, man? Long time no see, dude. I know, right? Yeah. So these guys were way back when uh, freshman year sweetmate. Um, Basil was in some of my classes, and so I sort of knew them both individually. Um, but now they've come together to create something great. Uh, Rebel <laughs> Snow Savage. What, how should I classify y'all? Do y'all be like, called rappers or music
1: artists or what? I mean, it's, it's <laughs> whatever you – I don't know. Man. I just say uh, I just say that we're a duo. I don't really classify because we make like hip-hop, pop, r and But I guess – Okay, I can like just say like
0: musicians maybe. I don't know. That. I think that's a good – musicians, entrepreneurs. Yeah. Well, yeah, I think we're all in the same category. I just don't do music. We're all, we're all in the business space, though. Yeah. Um,
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> but uh, with that, give us some uh, backstory on y'all. Like, what do you study in school? how did you, how'd you get into, uh, into music?
2: All right. I guess I'll go. I'll go ahead and get a swing at it. So, um, yeah, I went to school, graduated with a communications degree. I really didn't know. As I like started graduating school, not to say that I didn't have like a fun time. Like even CW was like so fun. Like and it did a lot for our branding, you know, in regards to like our artistry and stuff like that. But like probably towards like the last year, I really had no idea what I would do with my degree. And I guess it was because you know I was like kind of doing music at the same time, you know. So you know, I, and now that I look back on it, maybe I probably would have tried to done something, you know, a little bit more towards. I mean. I know music is kind of communication, but um, I think it kind of like the I really appreciated the atmosphere um, of being able to cultivate our music. And I had the only reason why I started making music and started like uh, adding lyrics to my own instrumentals was because in high school I was producing, but nobody would rap on my instrumentals. Mm -hmm. So like all of my friends would just be like, oh, I mean, it's so dope. But there's some cool YouTube beats we can get too." so i'd be like all right cool so then like the our scene in greensboro north carolina where i'm from you know they started you know finding microphones and signing and stuff like that so when i went to wilmington i was like out of the loop so like nobody was rapping on my beats i was like all right i'm gonna figure this thing out and so that's that's really I uh you you say fourth floor graham hewlett right with yeah. uh coy
0: we're in i think we're in 420.
2: Yeah, see, dude, in that same that same floor, I was roommates with Justin Patico. and I was be a whack
0: floor. I'll you. be honest, we had a lot of good people on it, but also a lot of whack people on it. Dude, oh yeah, dude, that was yeah, a yeah. fun floor. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, so like I was I was literally up to like two three a.m. sometimes just writing in the oh, same. Oh, bro, room. I remember Justin your Patico. like setup, dude. I yeah, you dude, dude. The
0: like, mic so and, like oh, all the sound,
2: the sound yes, stuff, dude, and like yes, you try to mean, block it and all. Yeah. Then, I mean, of course, like we've gotten more like equipment as like the time has gone on, but that was just like the, 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 like the DIY setup yeah. to like really get things going off, you know, wrapping <laughs> in a dorm room to like, you know, have yeah. equipment.
0: have It's like work. zero space too.
2: Yeah. <laughs> so it was fun though. It was fun. It's so fun. But that's, yeah. I, what about you, Baze? I, I know you were
1: in some of my classes. Yeah. Yeah. I went to school for marketing. So marketing strategy was, uh, what I went to study for, um. As far as music, I don't know, like, in high school, it was always, like, joking. Like, we would always, like, rap to, like, joke. But then when, like, me and Evan, we started hanging out, we started rapping, and people would be like, hey, like, y'all should, you know, take this a little bit more serious. And then years went by, and we just started, honestly, just getting better by trial and error, putting out, put out like, over 100 songs now. Like, it's just taken— UNCW was a big help, too, because— being in college, we did have like the free time to work on music while mm-hmm. being in school and stuff. So we weren't really, no, didn't have like full-time jobs, weren't really mm-hmm. having to do that much stuff. But yeah, just being in school and having like access to so many people, like-minded people and people our age around us, like concerts, it was most, at the beginning, it was just friends coming up to concerts and yeah. supporting us. So really it just started out with that and then just growing over time, I guess it got better and mm-hmm. got more people. To-
0: hmm and before i forget i do have a short snippet of you mu- the music that you're coming up with tomorrow that you yeah. sent me we're gonna play it later so we're gonna okay. play it later right. in the podcast hopefully i'll help people listening to most of it and uh keep them intrigued the whole time yeah but right. uh it are is this what y'all do full-time right now or do you do you sort of do it as, as a side hustle or what sort of how, how is it now for y'all
1: i mean it's kind of getting you? to the point where like music is about to be like the main thing because like well, without disclosing a lot of stuff, but like, we're just, really working like, this album, we're trying to put a lot of uh, effort and energy into to really take it to the next level where it can be like a full-time, like, career. Because obviously, music pays, I don't know if you know, like, what music pays, but like, a stream is like point zero zero percent So it's like, you don't really get a lot of money and you can't really tour right now. So really growing your your brand and growing your, your fan base from a small point really helps, but... It's not a point yet where it can support both of us full time but hopefully like the goal the end goal is for that to be the case
0: yeah I mean I would love to know more about the music industry because I'm super out of the loop on it uh, I feel like y'all are obviously entrepreneurs and that this is your your business even though it's also an art um, but yeah I mean just ends out knowing like a stream is worth like. .00, 1% or whatever you say even less than that. <laughs> it's like um, half a penny. That's crazy. Like it's average is so, like yeah, half a
2: penny. So ridiculous and and I mean it's just like you know when you just look at the time I mean it's different looking at it from a consumer standpoint because you know we're in the era of like everything's digital now. So instead of having 200 TV channels, you know, a decade from now you may have 200 subscriptions, you know. Mm-hmm. Every brand is coming out with a subscription service. Even Fenty, I think Fenty you have to have a subscription service rihanna's like brand so you have to pay only you get like a percentage off what you buy but if you want exclusive deals or something like that you have to pay this upfront you know uh, amount of money so i think i think what we're now realizing other than like we enjoy making music like no like don't get me wrong but like the 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 actual content that we create i think is really is more important in the business side of things rather than the music because you can get into ad placement. You can get into all right, can we get it, you know, in a commercial? Can we, you know, put some merch behind this? So it's really trying to find ways to like have people branch out and buy into your brand with the like the the I guess the, yeah, the-, the marketing and branding behind it. Yeah. Yeah. So it's yeah, it's 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 really and then when you start like your eye, your perspective kind of has a broader uh I guess grasp of Um, of like how to actually make a career, then you begin to realize like how calculated you kind of have to be, especially when, if you're putting money behind your music, you know, you don't want to, you know, waste it all. And it's a very, you know, entertainment's a very, you know, win big or just lose it all type of thing. So, you know, it's, Mm -hmm. it's, it's fun. I think that's why I like it. It's fun being able to try test new ideas and see how Mm -hmm. people react in real time, you know? So, yeah, I
0: love to hear yeah. some what someone of Basil has to say. Being the the marketing guy, the duo, oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> if he is if he has been uh, it's, giving you some insight about like what y'all should do.
1: Yeah, <laughs> a, a lot of a lot of times artists like people do like marketing, branding, and stuff, but really like the consumer can tell by listening to your music if you, if you like have it or not. And I feel like you really it you have to have like a quality like sound like. Like, a lot of people think they can just bypass working on their music and they're just Mm -hmm. like, oh, I'm going to just get a bunch of Instagram followers and all this stuff. But I think the mark, just as important as the marketing is, like, we've tried to keep our musical integrity with that, too. So, like, we sell, like, merch and, like, do shows and stuff. But it's like, how can we make songs that we sometimes make songs specifically for, like, performing? Like, we know the song at a show is going to do great but how do we make it to where someone that's not at a show still feels it and everything? So like, I I say all that say, I think a lot of our branding is based around the reception that we get from the actual music. So that kind of points, like the people tell us which way to go. So it's not really me with like marketing and all that stuff. It's kind of like just looking at the numbers and looking at what people like, we see, all right, a lot of people in this area like this song, they might like stuff in that style. A lot of people in this area Mm -hmm. like that song. Because if you listen to our albums, Songs don't sound the same. That's the goal, mm-hmm. like to get. Yeah, we've always said what right, we want. So any, it doesn't matter who you are. We want you to find at least one song on one of our albums that you like, and so mm-hmm. that's kind of the way we approach it. And it just, it kind of, it kind of makes the marketing easier because when your music, we try to make it to where our music doesn't appeal to just one group of people. So I feel like if your music appeals to more people. It's easier to market yourself.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I feel yeah, like a lot of songs these days are pretty. pretty repetitious or made for to be bangers at clubs or or bangers on the stage uh just the new stuff like kari has been dropping and uh Dude, everything's just
2: it's just that it, like, catchy and to like a good beat and all like it's it's for a reason and that and, yeah. and i think that's what i realize more and more every day like the more more, and more i get out of like all right let me just create music and said, let me just listen what's out there like you know let me see what what's hot and what's not it's really just all calculated. Like they're not doing it, not necessarily, I'm not discounting like creativity, but like if labels see stuff that's working, they're going to find artists, you know, Mm -hmm. that can like, they can fit into that niche uh, audience. So that way they can get a cut, you know, if, if they have a, that's why some people say a lot of rap sounds the same or, Oh, this probably sounds just like this. So I feel like it's, I do believe like there is some sort of creative aspect. Not every song really sounds the same, but we always gather inspiration. And then on top of that, you know, it's the business. So people aren't going to be willing to test a new idea rather than, you know, keep funneling money through an idea or songs that, you know, are are popular Mm -hmm. or, or style of songs that are popular. So I think, yeah, it's, it's really just like a mind blowing type of thing, but it's not that simple. I mean, I feel like if you just have good content and good, music that people are willing to enjoy like you, you'll get a response if, if it's good enough you know mm-hmm. if you believe mm-hmm. in the music yeah I,
0: I was gonna say i definitely think you know when it comes to music people want to definitely feel something and so like i know like i listen to a lot of country too it's just mm-hmm. because i like listen to it with my windows down you know driving down mm-hmm. early um, just because I like that sort of summertime-ish feel. Um, but also, it's the content behind it, too. I know y'all y'all mention a lot of, like, Wrestle Beach and all in your songs. And so it's, it's the yeah. content behind it, but also sort of the emotion that it provokes.
2: Um,
1: and that, that kind of helped, too, with going to UNCW. Like, a lot of our content was based around stories, like, relationships that we had in college, yeah. like, stories that – experiences we had in college – places that we would go to, like a lot of the songs are named after like clubs in Wilmington. So mm-hmm. when being at, at mm-hmm. that college, a lot of people could relate to our music early on and they like a lot of people like, oh, like they would just see like 22 North and they're like, oh, I go to 22 North, they'll probably click on it and listen to the song and mm-hmm. then hear a story within the song that they actually relate to. So that made it a lot easier to like us rapping about stuff that we were actually like going through. Mm-hmm. and. Like being around, like you said, what like fifteen thousand students. So it's like all those yeah. people. It's like a small big. <laughs> yeah, like a small big. So it's like all those a lot of those people related to what we were talking about. So it was mixing like what Evan was saying, the popular kind of sounds, and with our own story, and kind of just blending that to make our own sound.
0: I don't think that's what creativity is. Honestly, it is I yeah. know with art and even what I do with marketing, a lot of it is taking using what competitors are doing because it's competitive analysis, but also sort of using what's working and sort of taking that and then reframing it to uh, what you want or what fits your uh, consumer base.
2: Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right. And it's, it's, it's it's really, it's really simple as that. And, you know, that that's the fine line they say, like in artistry, like, what do you do? Do you, do you kind of like please the consumer, like from from a business standpoint, or do you kind of, jump on the other side of the fence and kind of go no i'ma just do me i'ma make some wild crazy sounding new genre and i'm just going to target the people that will learn to appreciate that so like like it depends on what your approach is like of course Mm. like make the music that you feel is true to you make the music that you feel like you know you can you know hold up against anything and say i'm proud of it but Mm. at the same time i do feel like you have to just be aware of your surroundings, you know, just as anybody would be of any market you're trying to get into Mm -hmm. um, because people are going to listen to what they listen to. And now more than ever, people are listening to the same stuff with like Spotify playlists and stuff like that. People don't search for music and they're like, hey, let me see what all the new music that drops." you know?
0: New New, New music Friday or whatever. Yeah. New music
2: (laughs) Friday. Like there's so much, so much music is being released into the market. So it's kind Mm -hmm. of like, okay, I'm going to get lost like in a in a, in a sea of, of of compositions and stuff like that. So let me figure out a way I can maybe stand out a little bit and also, you know, give uh, people a familiar sound that they would like and that they would have fun to listen to. Mm-hmm. Like so,
0: now, it's, I it's- think at the end of the day, you know, you all have to make stuff that you like, first and foremost honestly that, like yeah that's, that's true that's true it's basically your job like you're you enjoy it it's i don't want to say it's not like you're making i don't know how much you're making off of it yet but it's not it's more of more of you just have a passion for it right now i, I think of for, it as yeah. a sort of closer restaurant industry and in that people are just liking making food and you don't make a ton of great margins in restaurants people just enjoy making food and the, the consumer experience behind it so yeah. i think that
2: relates a lot to y'all yeah, I think we're that in the that, proof yeah, big... con- oh yeah. I would say we're in the proof of concept stage. I think, like what Basil talks about, he'll probably talk about it. But you know, with UNCW, like we kind of had a pool of people to kind of really test out, mm-hmm. you know, if what we believe in actually has like a some sort of return, so to speak, yeah, like a viable product type of thing. Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah so, right. I would, yeah, and I think like the way that, that the music lined up with that is you know, like, we make music that we would want to listen to, like, so when people, like, say, like, oh, they can, like, draw inspiration from different artists or whatever, it's like, yeah, we we take inspiration, everybody is inspired from different artists, that's what we like, but we're gonna make music that we enjoy listening to, so if we like popular-sounding music, our music is likely gonna sound the same way, but with, mm-hmm. like, everyone was saying, like, with it being, like, UNCW with us having that, that, like, sample size of people, like, with the reception that we got, it kind of made us, that's what made us see like we could actually do this because based around the people we were around in the reception we were getting the concerts and the amount of listens, it, it seemed like if this were scaled to where a lot more people were known, like heard about us, we'd probably gain a lot more fans. So really it's just been consistency. Like we've put out seven projects. This is about to be our eighth project since 2018. Yeah. So like every few months we're releasing like like full projects, and a lot of people think like, "Oh, you're oversaturating the market, blah blah blah." But it's like, who are we? Like, we're not yeah. any, we're not Drake, we're not Travis Scott yet. So like,
0: yeah, people aren't gonna all.
1: be bothered. Like, if anything, they're just gonna learn about us through more music. Mm-hmm. And, and I was watching. Uh, that,
0: I was watching a thing yeah, from Gary V the other day, and he was talking to Nipsey, and uh, he was saying how people eventually will be making like a song a day, like it's just it's just quality content and speed and you know it's from marketing
2: standpoint it's just it's our. let me, yeah, <laughs> let me gotta it,
1: like to be it consistent
2: yeah consistency we made that get right which is probably our biggest song today we made that i think over the weekend in a day like it was like like, by was the, like, the, like we woke up at 11 or like woke up oh this is dope i made yeah. the song get the chorus basil did the verse and that song was done in a yeah.
1: day in that, and
2: we took note. Didn't feel like it took no effort it came out of smash we sent it to like all of our friends that that before we even put it out and and then you sit spend two weeks like oh man maybe i should get a different beat no maybe i should change the melody no this course doesn't sound good and you still like you know it's one mm-hmm. of, it's just like the heat of the moment when it comes to things like i that. think
0: as a professional you're gonna get that too like even with my photography and video work like i'm always like. It's not where I want it to be, yeah. but it's what the client wants. So I'm fine. I'm right. fine giving it to them. Yeah.
1: But you, you hold we, yourself
0: as a professional to the highest standard you possibly can't. Uh-huh.
1: Exactly. And that's why at some points we had to just like, like with us dropping so much music, we held we held on to like all those songs. Like at some point when we, before we released the project, we were like, all right, we've got like 10 to 20 songs. We've been working on these ideas. Like it usually starts with us like making like, three or four songs, and then we'll be like, we can really make a whole album around these songs. And next mm-hmm. thing you know, we have like, 20 songs we're picking from. And then so that's why it's really like, we just forced ourselves to release it like every few months, because you can see the trends in the numbers, like, when you release, your numbers will go up and it'll peak. And then you kind of have, have a period where it dwindles. But we noticed like, the, the period of, got longer and longer, the, the more often we drop. like the streams got up. So it wasn't going down, the dips weren't So low, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Like, the projects we dropped the dips got lower in our streams. So it was like, obviously, it was helping. Like, whenever the dips were like, our streams were starting to dip, we would release a new project and they would go back up. Mm -hmm. We would see them dipping, drop another one, go back up. And I don't, a lot of bigger artists, they they look at the same things, but like, they can afford to just do like a single and their fans will be happy with that. But like, when you're trying to,
2: yeah.
1: yeah, when we're trying to build a fan base, we can't really afford to just drop a song every six months and expect everybody to hear it like it's just not realistic Mm -hmm. so starting from zero that's why we put out so much music because it gives Mm -hmm. you a chance to become an actual fan so Mm -hmm.
0: with this strategy of producing basically as much music as you can to basically test your market do you have any marketing strategies that you feel have worked well for you i know obviously like talking about things around UNCW has just been good in general for local listeners. But is there anything sort of newer that y'all are trying to do maybe get your songs to be famous on TikTok or anything that you have in, in
1: the works? Um we've been we've been looking I don't want to say like too much. So we've been looking in a few different ideas for this upcoming album of stuff we want to do. But I think something that did help us a lot was since the beginning we've always done physical Copies of our albums and people don't do that anymore. Like like CDs, cassettes, vinyls like nobody uses it anymore, so they kind of just bypass it. But we knew like it's kind of a nostalgia feeling. Like most people our age bought CDs as a kid. Like Mm -hmm. probably have seen this before. So for different projects, we would probably get like a limited run and do like raffles to get them away from yeah, like stuff like that. And we would just like uh do like raffles, like, hey, if you Pre save our song, send us a DM and we'll interview you to win a yeah. limited edition cassette. And you might get 10, 15 people to pre save your song. But when that equates to streams, it's almost like if, if one of those songs catches, it really pays for itself. So it's really mm-hmm. just constantly investing in ourselves with whether it be the physical merch. Like this is a jacket from one of our last albums. I don't know how.
0: Yeah, yeah, I see. have Like
1: just like merch and, and physical things, like things people can touch and like actually like feel, I feel like it helps. Yeah. I
0: think I think it has. Uh, I'm not gonna say it's gonna turn into like sports cards, but like mm-hmm. those rap tapes are sort of cool, and I think they're sort of vintage enough where people, if they hold on to them, be like, "Hey, look what these guys were like way back yeah. when." It's almost like their rookie card right here.
2: Yeah, and that's, why, and and that's are, why we kind of make it like you know, along with that, we try to mention Wilmington as I can, so it feels like something you can only get from Wilmington, or you have to be from Wilmington to know what we're talking about. Like anybody who sees like 22 North or Red Dogs or something like that, or Wrightsville Ave, like that can be anything to anybody. But, you know, if you're from Wilmington and you have like, you know, the uh, things change or, or one like dear Wrightsville, you know, we have a picture of a bridge. Like we always try to make sure that, you know, usually the people who've gotten our stuff from have been like our friends from Wilmington. So mm-hmm. you always get a sense of Wilmington with everything. Whether it's in our songs, whether it's in like our album cover or our literally album name, you know, I, I think that was kind of makes it that collectible, gives it that collectible feel when it mm-hmm. comes to stuff like that.
0: Yeah. What do you want to say, Basil?
1: Uh, I was just gonna say like um uh, we were talking about the uh you you made a point after I after the cassette something like you said I was gonna reply say
0: like a rookie card.
1: Yeah. 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 Um. That that was kind of the point. So like, at UNCW, our senior year, um, I took we both took a hip hop class. UNCW offers a hip hop class, and the professor let us dedicate a class to our album. And so we got to like play the entire album front to back. Everybody sat there and listened. We gave everybody a physical copy of the album, and like we didn't know how people would react. Like, but that was what we wanted. Like, sit people down. They're kind of like forced to listen, and we gave everybody mm-hmm. a copy. And afterwards, like. People were like, I'm keeping this CD like forever. Can y'all sign? Like asking us to sign C D and we were like just like regular students at UNCW at yeah. that. Much. So like <laughs> Yeah, I think our, that that's kind of like, <laughs> 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 But that's what I'm saying. Like it's kind of like the point where we saw like these people that don't even know us believe in it that much that they would ask us to like sign this C D. Like it's gonna mean something to them in You're the Like long
0: I, even, I even practice my autograph. Yeah, give me, give me <laughs> yeah okay. You no, but
1: like it's not even just the fact that someone would even ask that just kind of shows, like, this is, like, worth it. Like, they mm-hmm. see something in us that we probably don't even see yet. Like, we always see, like, we always know, like, this could be as big as we want it to be. But, like, when you hear it from someone that doesn't owe you that, it kind of is, like, a reassurance. And stuff mm-hmm. like that, like the the um, vinyls, the cassettes, it allows people to get that kind of attachment to you.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, that's good. Um how has it been working together as a duo? I know, like, for me, I'm not big on business partnerships just because I don't <laughs> like the uh, the tension that could arise. Um, has there been any any tension between y'all? And I, I know y'all are both cool dudes, but uh, I
1: it's feel like... It's like good it's cop, good bad cop. cop. And, like, Evan's, yeah. player, everybody. <laughs> yeah. Evan's yeah, nice to everybody. Evan's nice. <laughs> yeah. And then I, I'll be I, telling everybody I,
2: no. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll run myself to, like, beaten to the ground, you know, over trying to help people. But I think it's a people say we have a kind of kid and we like, we have an interesting contrast, but I will say like, usually like, we kind of, we're both involved in the music, but some, like Basil strengths are not only rapping, but he's really good at like packaging stuff together. I have no sense of creativity when it comes to like album design, when it Mm -hmm. comes to like how we can make the merch look. So like, we kind of have different sectors that we work on. Like, if Basil like, if we're working on a project and we like, oh, we need to make a beat like this, or we need to make a song like this, or like we may be like, we may even go to Mike Snyder, you know. It may be Basil's idea like, hey, we need to get a pop song. Let's go to Mike Snyder. So we diff- We have different kind of, I guess, like sectors in rep- not sectors. Different kind of attributes that I think are tailored to either a like, all right, if we need to produce a track, then mm-hmm. we're gonna make a song that I know people would like or that I know sounds like. Oh, I'm outside by the beach. Or if it was like turn around, like let's make a outside beach song. And then Basil sitting back, okay, okay, I know how we need to rap. Dot, dot, dot. Oh, okay, I think we should make like an album cover like this. Or let's go get Mike on it. So I think you know it's a it's a it's a evening out. Of course, when it comes to releasing the music, we're like, hey, what's is good, what is bad. So I think the combination of us thinking of what's good and and what's bad kind of gives us a cross section of like what we definitely want on a project. So, you know, it's, you know, we're all involved. There's mutual interest. So there's going to be headbutting, but it's never anything that Mm -hmm. like has blown up because we're all, we're all looking for the same goal. Yeah. You know, at the end of the day, it doesn't matter what we think. We want the world to appreciate it and be able to share it. So I think that's what keeps us grounded when it comes to those decisions about 100%. Yeah. But it's almost
1: like it's easier almost working with uh, a duo because you get like, you get a second opinion on everything. It's like if, a lot of times when people are working on their own music, like they're only listening to their own music, their own, they're kind of in their own world. So they don't really get outside opinion. Versus like, if I said, if I'm working on an idea, I'll say, hey, what do you think about this? And vice versa. But he like, I don't know anything about like production, music production, engineering. Like, I don't know that stuff. That's, but Evan knows all that. So like his forte is like really like getting down with like music and like making sure the music sounds clean, the production's clean. like. The production's elevating. We're keeping up with the sound, and then like, like he was saying, like, I would know like, like branding. Like, okay, I see some merch, like ideas that we could do. I, I, think we can do this one rollout. Like, so it really balances each other out to where like, rebels no savage. If it was like just one way or the other, it wouldn't be what it is. So it's like yeah. though, like it has to be like that to to get to where it's going. So, and that and that's why I think it's moved the way it has because we have like two people with different skill sets are coming together for the same goal so like mm-hmm.
0: yeah
1: there's, that's there's great a here um,
0: that that's sort of the good parts about uh being uh, a brand partner i guess would be or duo partner whatever you want to call it um is you really don't know what you don't know and so basil's yeah. doing all of his stuff not necessarily saying sort of his lane but you're literally helping each other with things you don't know and you're helping each other with things that you're each individually better at to and all we, work.
1: We made this entire this new album, we made it entirely remote. Like we weren't in the yeah. same place at all the entire album. And nice. it's like a fully fleshed, like I think it's our best project. Like and we didn't mm-hmm. we weren't in the same spot at all for the entire creation. How's that, how
0: that the, been? How's how is that has that been hard or like y'all you know, just sound like vocals and back to each other and mostly <laughs> well,
1: UNCW like we had different we had two studios in our apartment even when we yeah. lived together. So okay. it was kind of the same thing, like just sending stuff,
2: shooting stuff back and forth. Yeah, that's yeah, pretty much it. So I'd be, you know, Basil's like, "Oh, I'm on Google Drive. I found this dope beat. I made this, you know, course to it. I'll just download. He'll send it to me with his vocals in it, and I'll just send in my verse back. And then it may mm-hmm. be vice versa, you know. And that's and that's the thing. That's technology. Like that's the cool thing. You there's some instances to where you could be in a studio and somebody could just remote in. And literally record yourself pull the audio file and then you can just leave the studio and some dude you know some mixing engineer from you know thousand miles away has your has your vocals like that's the cool thing yeah. with technology so it's really no excuse like that's why when people like I try not to get down and like oh this maybe not work like we have all the technology and at least accessibility to at least attempt to present our way uh, to present our music and our brand professionally as possible you know like mm-hmm. like there really is no unless you unless you're not willing to i understand but that's what keeps me grounded it's like yo there's you can get a microphone and an interface and set up a little corner in your bedroom for well, like less than free 100. audio software out there too i know i use yeah, a lot Dude, in dude the high school. It's, it's like why not like now yeah. is the time more than anything else to really be able to hone in on your skills. And do it at for a, a generally modest price, you know, when it comes
0: mm-hmm. to that stuff. And especially because everyone else is sort of almost taking a couple of steps back to take more steps forward during this
2: time in pandemic mm-hmm. and yeah, whatnot. what? It's just, you, you, it like, don't get me wrong. I think when it comes to creating, and I think everybody feels this, you kind of just don't know what to talk about. Like we were saying earlier, like, our experiences for UNCW would made it so easily. I would just, if I couldn't write, I would just pick a place and then try to think about what would happen, you know, if it's at 22 North, if I'm on Wrightsville, like, you know, so being, you know, tra- entrapped, I guess, so to speak, kind of definitely puts you in a in a weird place trying to figure out what content you should write about, but we are able to do it. And sometimes, you know, you just try to like reminisce on what life was like before all this, so that way you can have <laughs> inspiration and stuff yeah. like that. Hopefully. This year will be good, and things open back up, and we can do some fun stuff. So
0: yeah, what well, what came what? How why is Rebels and the Savage? Uh, why was that y'all's name? Why'd you sort of agree oh, on Oh uh, man, <laughs> funny
2: story, bro. So, I'll, literally, I was originally just going to be a producer. Like I thought producing was cool. I played the violin, and so I there was this little hip hop group that I was in, and it was called RNS. And it was kind of like uh, like some slang that like I guess people some people would consider derogatory some people weren't. So then going to UNCW, which is like predominantly white people, I was like, oh, I didn't want anybody saying you know, <laughs> yeah. what that means. You know what I'm saying? Like I want everybody yeah. to over to, like it's Like kind of when I write songs, I try not to like say certain words so much because I want everybody to sing a song and not have the, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. But so I so we changed it from that to just oh, kind of movie, <laughs> savages and then. Now it's Rebels No Savage because that sounds more like a brand. Rebels Not Savage it sounds too like I guess like smart or preppy or whatever you want to call it. <laughs> I just wanted something that off the time. And ever since then, like that's what we rocked with. So, but RNS is kind of like the play on it, I guess, so to speak. Mm-hmm. You don't know what it means. Like you may think it means one thing, but it really means Rebels No Savage, you know. So, you know, mm-hmm. I guess yeah. if that's if that's an interesting enough story. I don't have some crazy like epiphany dream that I had and thought it was gonna be like yeah.
0: Well, I think it's cool because it's like it's like almost you're taking the good the good things about being rebels. I don't yeah.
2: I guess. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Like, yeah, I guess
0: oh, the just the good the good things. Look, whatever, <laughs> no, no, no whatever, whatever Without the name, the except from the beats, except except in our lyrics, we're pretty savage on those. <laughs> <laughs> well,
2: yeah, no, it's it's one of that man I. I, I'm i actually surprised that I kept, I actually like that name for as long as it is. Cause we're always changing like song names or album ideas. So I, I, I to think that I would like, like I would have appreciated this name for this long um, means that I think something's worth it. You know, I'm always like, oh, change this song name. No, cause I'm gonna pull this word out, make this song name, this should be the album. So I'm glad Rebels and Savage is something that we can set it on. It looks cool. I like the way it looks like when you write it, you know, yeah.
1: It's different too. Like it when I first heard it, like it was it was just so different that it catches your ear. Like I've never heard of Rebels No Savage before.
2: Yeah. And it's not like when I heard or it, anything. Yeah.
1: People yeah, think we're just,
2: a band sometimes. Like that's yeah. you know, like you like not and I, I we don't take it offense but like I guess Rebels No Savage kinda has that group esque, you know, feel yeah. but Nah, I think
0: I think it's the combo of like three words. I think a lot of band names are okay, like three yeah. words.
2: Yeah. yeah, I've
0: I've found some interesting band names of people around town that are definitely like L-shaped lot. I know there's a band around L-Shape here. L-Shape that's,
2: lot. A, that's interesting.
0: Yeah, that's a cool that's a cool local name of a band, <laughs> the Wilmington specific. But uh, I think it's just a part of the the three words together. I think probably, yeah. probably does it. Yeah, um, but it's probably a good time to play that music snippet. I'm sort of been roaring and playing. Yeah. I was so sort of like, so I listened cool. to it, and I was like, wait, that's that's all I get? Like, it, it's not that long at all. I'm going <laughs> to say it, but uh, it's uh, hopefully gave y'all a little teaser and people listening a little teaser on a, oh, yeah. what's to come tomorrow. or Midnight tonight. Yeah, well, yeah, which is tomorrow, but <laughs> <laughs> where can people find that? Do they fi- find y'all literally everywhere, or where? what's the yeah, best everywhere. way I know to, to find it?
1: Spotify, Spotify, Apple, everywhere, like. Anywhere you listen to music should be there. All right, well, I'm gonna play it. i it. it real quick. Yeah, left on right, so out. Yeah, I'm in the back too lit. Hey, yeah, she's gonna hold me, down. hold me down. Yeah, I don't get a who, who, who will. Yeah, I don't get a
0: Smack. Yeah, I was like, oh, you stopped it mid-vocal. I was so mad.
1: <laughs> yeah, I just made – like I just put like a 20-second clip. I didn't know how long you wanted me to play. Oh, no, that's it, so perfectly I said, fine.
0: Like, I think that gives everyone a great taste. I think so – I just sort of wanted the uh, sort of exclusivity of having a little bit of the music out before yeah, that course. Yeah. No, of releases on of course. here. For sure. Um, But, yeah, so do you – what tips do you all have for people trying to get into music or – Building their own brand. Cause obviously like with music and art, we've, we talked about that. Uh, take some time and, and just strategy making content. Do you have any tips for people? Let's say who are in college now, where y'all were at UNCW or anywhere, mm-hmm. but
1: don't, I would say just don't be scared of what people are going to say about you because if you're trying something new, like you're trying to push yourself as an artist or brand, people are going to look at you weird, especially if you've never done that before. So just sticking with it and like, really don't care what people say. Like, just do it. Your like, do it yourself. Figure out how to do it. Don't care what people say, and it'll it'll work out the way it needs to. Mm-hmm. Honestly,
2: yeah, and I yeah, and I'll, to add on to that, same thing as as what Basil said. What we're starting to realize is, I can you know, it speaks to at least the people I know, and like we kind of have the same friend circles. Is that your friends will always be your friends, regardless. So like we have some friends that still view us the same, like they're still cool. Like they really don't see the whole like trajectory of Rebels No Savage because they were kind of our friends before like this kind of low low end, I get low end feel of being, I guess, popular in Wilmington. So you really just gotta hone in on like, look, you, you won't have a better opportunity to have as much quote unquote free time and access to a community of people that may or may not be like you Except when you're in college, you know, mm-hmm. so I think along with, you know, you're, you're there to learn. And I think the emphasis on learning main, of course, you need to do well in school, you know, if you're investing that much money, like it makes sense to have return on your investment, but open your mind on not just learning things, you know, that are just in a a textbook in front of you for a class you have to pass like if there's something that you like to do or something in your city that you like to do you have four years to kind of dibble dabble and really find out you know make the most return of the time you're spending there you know if you're spending three hours in class a day and you know you're going out and having fun nothing wrong with having fun but there's some time that you could be using to find to refine a skill or so that's what, you know, we we never went out, not necessarily because it wasn't fun, but we would go out whenever we could. But we literally were trying to figure out the way we can make the best music possible and have people take us seriously like that was just worth it. So you got to make sure that, you know, mm-hmm. you know, the time you're investing and in, you're going to have to sacrifice some things in order to get where you need to go in life. But you just have to have the the end goal in mind that it'll all be worth it someday and and maybe stop worrying about the end goal just take the time to be the best you can be at it now and like we we talk about it every day we make music three years ago that we we would never recite a lyric to again (laughs) that music is terrible but at that moment when we were making it i i would have sworn up and down that we would probably be the best artists on the east coast (laughs) the best artists like you know so it really puts it in perspective of like You know, you work so hard in the moment, then you look back and it's like, yo, imagine the next five years if we just focus in now and we meet who we need to meet, connect with who we need to connect with and keep that same motivation. We're going to have music that we're making now that we'll feel like we're never going to want to play anymore because the music, you know, in the future or our future selves or whatever, have this amazing music that we never thought we would be able to make. So. Just believe in the process, and I have problems. You know, I have problems with like trying to believe in the process. But every now and then, we get like, you know, something is thrown at us, and like, oh yeah, it's actually worth it. Oh yeah, I forgot we actually are, you know, making progress. You know, type of thing. So
0: that's why I named the, po- the podcast "Process of yeah, Progress."
2: <laughs> come on, man, dude, talk about it, dude. Just that's a really dope name. Why, like, too. why not? That's Thanks, everybody's. Hey, everybody told you why you can't do like why you can't do stuff. If if people can't, I people can give me a reason why I shouldn't now you know what I'm saying instead of just make me just not want to make music because I feel like people are going to look at me weird like that's that's not enough for me Mm -hmm. you know I'm not that nice to just let people get that off on me I would rather prove people wrong than prove other people right
0: yeah we we talked about that on my last podcast I was talking with a uh, therapist and we talked about basically taking what people say with a grain of salt because one you just don't need their negativity, too. Like, the, their their experiences might not relate to yours, too. Dude, totally different perspectives, yeah, mm-hmm. 100%. So, and, cool. and it
2: makes you appreciate the people
0: that do, too, you know? Mm-hmm. Do 100%, yeah. yeah. So, I think college is a lot of unintentional networking. So, uh, yeah, no, like, so people 100%. don't realize that at all.
1: 100%. People don't know that,
0: like, okay, um, this, my friends are friends, whatnot. But, like, after you get into the real world, you're, like, suddenly your friend is a banker. Suddenly your friend's a lawyer. Suddenly your friend's a rapper. Like, you have – everyone's growing into something from college that they all sort of want to become your business acquaintances or business, business friends or whatever. I, people are going to be moving too. So I know a lot of people yeah, move right. from Wilmington, um, typically just a college place. People come, come and yeah. go a lot, uh, beach town, you know, but, uh, so a lot of people will move. And so now suddenly your friends who you've had in school are now across the country and across the world.
2: Mhm. Oh. Yeah, and, and 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 just like the like I was talking about Devonte K. like he mm-hmm. went from UNCW graduate graduate to literally an NBA champion. Yeah, yeah. and I like I'm and I like I said I'm not like really cool with him, but just if you look at that timeline mm-hmm. of just like going from oh you know we I don't even know if I'm gonna be able to make it on an NBA team, which is incredibly wow. hard to do like that like. You know, I I, I don't even I don't want to know the percentages, but I would imagine, like, there's a lot of competitiveness when it comes to, you know, trying to land on the spot. And then you get to land with the Lakers, and then you get to call yourself an NBA champion. Yeah, I mean, he grew super rapidly with the
0: Lakers. Too. I think just, he was on the, like, yeah. practice team for a bit, and then he got some playing time, and he just went from there. Dude, just, whenever like whenever
1: opportunities come up, you dude, just got to take the most advantage yeah.
2: of it. Dude, yeah, it's amazing. It's amazing.
0: All right, future goals i know we, we we mentioned future a little bit do you have any obviously like for everyone in america to hear all's music, music
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah man, i mean in the long term yes for all of america the world to hear our music i mean in the short term we're just trying to get this album out the right way and get some get some more merch to people get some some more music out to people and Really, just hoping that we, because when every time we drop an album, it's trial and error. So this time, we're really just trying to make this like the best release that we've had. So mm-hmm. that's, the mm-hmm. <laughs> no, yeah. that's a short term. Long term is Grammys. Yeah, I'm playing. goal. But, I, th- you know, like, I, th- I think good short term goals
0: are doing that for every album, make it the best one you've ever had. Just yeah, keep yeah, that, that. And that and that's how we keep yourself to a high everybody. standard.
2: Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. it's, it's really as simple as that. And and for me, for me, like. I'm not trying to put a glass ceiling over anything. But I always just wanted to be like, Oh, like, it hit I like embedded in in in, in rap history, kind of like the J. Cole Fayetteville, like people will think of Cole in North Carolina, like I've always wanted to have that North Carolina tag, not to say that I live in North Carolina mm-hmm. for the rest, but I've always wanted to be like, yo, yeah. at this time in history, 100 percent. Name rebels no savage that had this crazy story. You know, I think you can get lost in success because, like, what, what, where is your end goal? You know, mm-hmm. you can all artists talk, all the superstars talk about how like it gets to a point to where that that goalpost is always moving. You know, when you reach a certain level of success, like you could always make more money, you could always, you know, break a record. But when were you ever say, all right, what I'm doing is fulfilling my purpose, and I'ma just fulfill my purpose to the best of my ability so yeah I, we, I don't want to put like a crazy oh we want to be the number. No, no you're no, not yeah yeah i think i would love to have a career where we can sit back wake up make music and then potentially profit off of that whether mm-hmm. if it's not you know merchant i
0: think y'all are doing a great job at positioning yourselves to do that and have yeah, like that's the listening could be like literally give y'all an in and help you do that like yeah, it, dude, the, it's like crazy that. <laughs>
2: just like that. So yeah, we just keeping keeping uh, just being open minded, thinking you know, music, music is great, but there's a lot of other things you can benefit from music while you're doing your craft and while you're you know trying to perfect you know the content and the composition you're writing. So
0: mm-hmm. and with that locality piece you were talking about, I think it helps people just relate to artists better. You're like, yeah. I like Chase Rice because he's an Asheville boy and he talk, went with Carolina. Yeah, yeah. He talks yeah. about riceville Beach. I'm like, what, what? How I don't, I love this guy. Like, yeah, <laughs> he does other things I like too. Like,
2: <laughs> yeah, think of people. Oh, uh, who is it? Drake, Drake, big, you know, everybody says we're all big Drake fans, but I always remember Drake. So, but, um, he said that like he really made it an effort or made his team made it an effort to put Toronto to the place where it is now. Mm-hmm. Like, he really didn't give any other city that shine. He wanted to let people that, hey, this is the city we're from, and this is what we consider cool. It is cool to be from Wilmington. It is cool to live in this mm-hmm. area. So we kind of took that approach, not necessarily saying we wanted to make it as big as Toronto, but we wanted to make Wilmington to the point of, you know, we're successful. Like, people have something to wear on their chest. Like, no, nah, this was the city that mm-hmm. worked this yeah. hip like, Next that is the, the idea yeah. that <laughs> is than me probably than, than, like, Anything I could ever think of to like go to a city and be like, oh, oh my goodness, this is this is where like they're from. And I've been to that that stores right there. Like I think that's the cool thing that I hope comes to fruition and will come to fruition.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, wow. So like the one, the following a one tree hill around here is insane. Yeah, it's just,
2: dude. Yeah, it's like, that. Though. Yeah, it's amazing, too. It's amazing.
1: even Michael Jordan like people still come by just to sort of, go yep. like, lane. Yeah,
2: like, yeah.
1: They just drive by the school just because they know he went there.
0: Yeah, Sweet. hopefully, come to the hospital too because I know he's been donating a lot of money to the yeah, no, hospital stuff is. lately around here. Um, but honestly, great chit chatting with y'all. Super laid yes, back, Yeah, rappers sir, of Wilmington or Russell Beach, whatever you want to say. I, I like the vibe of both. Um, <laughs> yeah, but <laughs> if y'all want to give any CTAs, like cause action of what where people can find you Facebook, YouTube, I know Spotify for uh, sure. Mm-hmm. Just our
1: website, Um at Rebels No Savage on everything, Twitter, Instagram. Uh, you can find everything on our website too. So yeah, just rebelsnosavage.com. And mm-hmm. You'll find it all.
2: Everything. But
0: awesome. Great awesome, talk man. Nice talk, to nice you. talking, nice talking to, to you. See you again. Yeah, nice talking to you, Jack. Long time no seasons, Graham Hewlett. I know, right? Well, I've seen yeah. you around. I saw you walking from class to class
2: too. Yeah, dude. no, yeah, no. Dude, do that. I, being, uh, being a complete loner, not talking to anybody, man. I
0: saw <laughs> you. Like, well, you're you're with your headphones on, vibing, dude. Yeah, like, no, I'm not, you know, you're just just, like, te- lens, like, what's up? Like, we know, yeah.
2: Dude, I'm working on the next global hit, bro. I can't, I can't talk to people. He's like, don't get my way. <laughs> no, don't no, don't get my way. <laughs> no, you could, No, dude. It's fine. It's all good. I'm glad. Oh, it's all right, man. It was good time to you. man. Thanks, Jack dun 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 dun, dun, dun.